Hi folks, uh, the only content warning I have this week is for ADHD, so good deal. I don't know if that's like a content warning anymore or just like part of the show. I, I honestly, I feel like if, if ADHD is a serious trigger for someone, this would be a terrible podcast okay, that's to fair. listen to. So that's, that's like, fair, yeah. just yeah. accept that as, as a, a content warning for life, people. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not going to get any less ADHD. Yeah. Our second... Warning this week is that we have animals. One of whom is trying to climb in my lap. And one of whom is staring me with a bale for one-eyed glare, like he's never been fed before in his life. And they will interrupt. Yes. Um, sometimes they step on keyboards. Sometimes they knock stuff off. Sometimes they noise. stand on your lap going, I am beautiful hound. Yes. And sometimes it is a cause for our third warning, which is that we swear. Yes, we do, Hound. We're not shy about it. No, we're not. And if it, yes, um, if it happens, it, it happens, so you've been warned. Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 233. And it's a new year. And you are frazzled. I am so frazzled. Yes. I have... Um, so I have... Like, code I'm writing for work. I had my one day of work this week because of everything else going on between the New Year's holiday uh, and MAGFest, which starts basically from time of recording tomorrow. Yes. When this releases, I will be physically on site. Yes, and yes, they are requiring full vaccination. Everybody is masked at all times. We, You have to provide proof of vaccination before they will let you pick up your badge. And... Um, I've already had some people be like, will this work? No, you have to have the actual card. And so it's been, um, it's been fun. Um, and I've had people ask, well, you specify this specific kind of mask and I literally cannot, you know, I can't do that. So can I get an exception to do this? And the answer is no, you may not. Um, no exceptions to the masking, no exceptions to vaccine. If it cannot be met, then stay home. Which, I mean, yes, there is a lot of potential concerns related to various disabilities, but at the moment, if you can't be vaxxed or wear the super mask, uh, you don't want to be out and about. Like, uh, yeah, not. Th th this is no. like, like, it, yeah. I, I do have a particular joy that I'm waiting for. The, uh -huh. you can't tell me what to do. Yes, followed by the, well, I can while we're here, and what you must do now is leave, and if you do not leave, then I will have to get people who are able to physically remove you. Um, Over and, the vaccine and mask policy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if, I, if we see people who are not wearing their mask in spaces where they're supposed to be wearing a mask, guess what? They, they get... You're going to get talking to, and if you get belligerent, you're going to get out. You, you can find somewhere else to stay. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's, so it's going to be interesting. Yes. Um, and every staff member has that responsibility. So I, I have to say that um, as concerned as I was about the con we did, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get COVID. Nope. Like, and, we, you know, uh, because 
uh, and, and I'm not trying to say it's a, we did everything right. So we were fine because lots of people do everything right and are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the system seems to kind of work. Yeah. Uh, like if you, if you are, uh, fully vaccinated yep. and, uh, you know, and mask religiously and whatnot, um, this stuff genuinely works to re keep, you know, infections low. Yes, and, yes. Uh, so, yeah, here's yeah. hoping. So here's hoping. And that's uh, about where we're at. Yep. So I'm frazzled because that has been a constant, like, every evening I am looking at the schedule and tuning it because someone's changed something or I've had several people drop out. And it's understandable that they've had to drop out. And so it's it's been difficult, but I just sent what I hope is the final update on that just before we started recording, which is why we're recording a little late this evening. And um, I was calling a hospital in Oregon to check on my mother who yes. just got out of surgery for the Whipple procedure. And I'm not, I don't want to explain it on this. That is No, too that much. is, that is, that would require a content warning. Um, if you would, uh, it's a lot of inert rerouting. Uh, I'm not going to get more specific than that. You can look it up. It is a major procedure. Do not look up images. Uh, I'm just saying, do not. Unless you're that sort of person. Right. Uh, it, and it's sufficiently major that uh, they used to lose about 15% of people on the operating table, Yee. but they don't anymore. Okay, uh, now, yep. now they only lose about 1% and mom is fine. Okay, she's, good, good. She's good, good, out. Good. She's, her vitals are great. Her oxygenation's great. You know, she's good. She's good. just obviously in pain because inner rerouting and, yeah, uh, yeah, no, understandable. groggy understandable, because, yeah. you know, general anesthetic for five or six hours is a wallop. Yes, yes, Actually, it is. I think it's that would have been seven hours, yeah. so yeah. So, in any case, um, yeah. So, it's been stressful. Um, it's been stressful. Um, the good news is that I talked to my editor over at opensource.com. Mm -hmm. I am doing my productivity series, but we're not going to try to jam it all into 22 straight days. Yeah, I, I was going to say, um, <laughs> if you try, like, I obviously you'd already agreed this year. I was going to try really hard to talk you out of it next year because you do this every year. Right, right. And, and 23, like, you're hitting the point where you'll die. Yeah, well, that and um, this year, uh, the, the unexpected of me taking over the MAGFest schedule and wrangling all of that uh, threw a monkey wrench into all of my plans. Um, so I'm, the, the series is coming, the series will happen, just don't expect it on January 10th and to run for 22 days straight. Um, <laughs> funny story, uh, one of my other correspondents is going to do, um, 22 articles on not being productive with open source. All right. Um, my, and I, is quote, that a, here's just something to dick around with that's fun. Uh, or just general silly stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, quote, if I'm going to be an effective nemesis, end quote. So, oh, you have a nemesis I think now? I have a nemesis now, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had a nemesis for years. He's lovely. Yeah, no, no. I sold him my old car. Yeah, no, uh, having a nemesis. But it's, it's good because it's having a nemesis might not be the right thing. In Pokemon, it's always rival. You're rival. Right. And having a rival uh, is actually can be a good thing if you set the expectations appropriately. And like it's, it's sort of the tongue in cheek rival where you're both, hey, 
you know, I can do this better than you. Let's, it's fun. Let's find out who can do X first or Y first or whatever. So I, I look at more at that rivalry thing than an actual nemesis. My or nemesis like, is the, the nicest man right. I know, I swear to God. Yeah, uh, but um, I figure uh, phrasing it as a rivalry versus a nemesis can keep it from getting, uh, you know, I mean, nemesis is much funnier to say than rival. Mackenzie um, wanted to be my nemesis. He volunteered. He, he, yeah, he said, "I will be yeah. your nemesis." And uh, but it's it's good. It's it's almost like a, an account a peer accountability thing. Mm-hmm. Only you know you're both trying to make each other better by outperforming the other person. I don't know. It it works in Pokemon. I'm gonna see. We're gonna see if it works here. Um. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's um. That's been exciting. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little frazzled. I still have, like, I've got laundry going. I've got to finish finding all the things and gathering them sort of in one spot so I can take them to the car tomorrow. There's stuff to do for the chickens before I go so that they are fed and whatever. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, all that stuff. Did so. you manage to get my license plate on my car? I've not put your license plate on your car yet. I will take care of that. I will either do it immediately after recording, or I will definitely do it before I leave. I appreciate that, only because it expires, and you know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And if you leave me alone with a ratchet set, uh, well, bad things will happen. And the thing is, they will all follow extremely logically. Yeah. Like, like you will, I, I will explain the chain of events, and you will be like, I one hundred percent see how you got from here to there. It's just it's just the smoking craters blocking the driveway. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Um, <laughs> so that's that's that. So how has now that it is January fourth, sixth uh, by the time this releases, how how is um, how are you, how have you been doing this week? Uh, honestly. Like, I, I did my thing on January 1st where I do a little of all the things I want to do in the new year is kind of my, okay. my you know, attempt to control fate. So I did a little gardening and did a little writing and uh, did a little arting and played some video games. And that is, uh, I, I mean, I guess, I yeah, I did, I got word count yesterday. Oh, oh God. But, uh... Oh, oh, God. Does that mean I'm going to be wrangling this crew for the rest of the... No. No, no. I, no. I, it's an opt-in. Okay. Yes. Uh, Good. But, uh... I'm still getting over my cold, so honestly, I slept a lot yesterday, and I will... I slept a lot today. Uh, yeah, I, I I slept a lot yesterday. It was good until it wasn't, but that's how these things go. I had that tired feeling, like I'm tired, and the reason I think I'm tired is because I slept too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I have not gotten as much done this week so far as I wanted to, but... It's only Tuesday for us, so... Yes. Next week, we'll find out. All right, well, we'll check in on week two, and next week also is a letter show. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll have that. Well, so you're going to be gone for, like, five days. Oh, yeah. And uh, I get uh, I get weird when you're gone. So there's an excellent chance I'll be very productive and write thousands of words. And also I'll be sleeping till about 3 in the afternoon and staying up until about 7 a.m. Yeah. And, 
you know, be weird and feral, so and eating salsa over the sink. So we'll um, we'll certainly talk about that if if that is the case, or if it isn't the case. Yes. Um, but it, until then, we have a we have a interview. Right. Yes, I have a, actually a great interview, one I'd wanted huh. to do for a while, and finally had the opportunity to. Um, Jeremiah McCoy, who is a game designer and one of our various followers on Twitter and so on and so forth is um, uh, was gracious enough to accept a uh, my request to be interviewed and we talked about designing games and staying productive as a freelancer and um, all sorts of things and so I will have that for you right after this. with Jeremiah, and Jeremiah has graciously agreed to appear on the show and talk about how he stays productive. So, Jeremiah, can you introduce yourself significantly better than I just did, and tell us about what it is you do? Uh, well, I am Jeremiah McCoy. I'm uh, a... I think the best description would be communicator in the tabletop role-playing game space. Okay. A successful TikToker, not like super successful, but relatively <laughs> successful. I've done podcasting. I've done Twitch streams. Uh, I, you know, have uh, both DM'd and played in, in uh, online games that were presented to the public. And I try and be a communicator in the space for things ranging from simple rules to how to make games more inclusive and, and, you know, be more considerate to people. Awesome. Um, any good games lately? Oh yeah. Uh, I've been running, <laughs> uh, I've been running Starfinder. I've been running a D and D game set in Midgard. I played in a uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse, which is a fascinating superhero game. And of course, you know, playing in several D&D games. I get a charity stream uh, coming up uh, in, uh, on the 7th. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. The 7th of November. Correct. I'm sorry. Correct. Okay, yes. yeah. So, so folks, you're going to have to go back in time and go watch the replay. But yeah. that does not mean you should uh, discourage the... You, you should still support the charity when we get to that part of the, of the show. Yeah. All right, so the big question, the first big question, how do you keep yourself organized? You've got all of this going on. Um, the short answer is I don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, so I, I, like a lot of creators, mm -hmm. suffer from uh, ADHD. So... I tend to be a bit 
flighty at times, mm-hmm. I guess would be the description a lot of people would play. Um, and I get around that by picking some formats that I can do mm-hmm. that play into that. For instance, I make a lot of TikToks. TikToks, I can I can knock out a TikTok. If they range from a minute to three minutes at the longest. I can knock one out in a, about 10 minutes. So an idea will hit me. Mm-hmm. I'll sit down, make sure I've got my thoughts, and, um, you know, make sure I'm presentable, and just make the TikTok. Right, uh, right. Uh, so th- that that's a, a format that's really useful for me mm-hmm. um, is to have something that I can just like, you know what, I'm just going to do this while the thought is in my head. Um, the rest of the time, I tend to rely heavily on note taking tools. Like I, I, I use OneNote a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll use Trello to help me stay organized for longer projects if I'm doing some writing. Right. Uh, you know, just... The, the the standard tech tools uh, to help me stay organized on that level. Yeah. So I, I have been noticing, by the way, that uh, in all the people I've talked to in the gaming industry so far, Trello seems really popular. It is. <laughs> um, Trello and Notion are the two big ones for yeah. a lot of people. I've been playing around a lot more with Notion lately uh, because it, it provides a much more collaborative space for a couple of my projects. So. Um, I think uh, inertia is the only thing that has stopped me from switching <laughs> over to Notion, Notion because I've been using Trello since the aughts. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Oh, same. I remember seeing it before it was bought out by Atlassian and going, oh, my God, this thing is amazing. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do any sort of, like, calendaring, special email Anything like uh, that, or just no? Kind of I stuff. A lot of my projects are my projects. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to share them with anybody. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I don't really think about calendaring in that regard because mm-hmm. it's I'm not trying to coordinate with someone. Right. Right. Um. And the, the times I think about calendars and email plans and things like that, mm-hmm. or if it, it's something I have to work with someone else on. Okay, yeah, so like this. Yes. This format right here. Yes. Okay, yeah. So we're just going to go with it's... Uh, the the popular choice lately has been Google. Yeah. The Google stack. Um, although I've, I've had some people with, like, Office 365, and they're just like, yes, because Outlook is the best ever. And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't disagree. It just doesn't play nice with Google. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest core things that I use for coordinating with other people is when I'm playing games mm-hmm. and it, a lot of what's going on there is uh, I, because nobody's playing together anymore, it seems like mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we, we use the virtual tabletops and I use some of the tools in the virtual tabletops mm-hmm. to help me stay organized. It's like dates and so on. Okay. Now, now You've you've hit it. Which virtual tabletops? This is important. <laughs> so uh, I'm currently playing in a monthly game that uses uh, Fantasy Grounds, but beyond that, primarily I use Roll Twenty. Um, it's just easier 
in a lot of ways. It's a web interface, so I can mm-hmm. send invites, and they don't have to install any extra software. They can just log in and use it. And I've been using it for, well, pretty much since the year it launched. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just I've gotten better at using it since, well, the end of 2019. Yeah, everybody has. Yeah. Um, um, so It's got a lot of really cool uh, things that I think most people don't know are there, but um, started digging yeah. into some of the other ones, but that's the primary. It, we recent my group recently switched to Foundry. Yeah, um, yeah. Just just because there are some really great plugins to make it play much nicer with um, Beyond, D and D Beyond. Yeah. Um, and there's now I uh, have to buy my books twice instead of three times. <laughs> there, there's a there's a good plugin to use with Roll Twenty for D and D Beyond. It's uh, Beyond Twenty. And Which it, is actually made by the guy who makes the Foundry plugins I use. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's it's all sort of interrelated. Um, yeah, it's definitely a a lot of people are are wanting that. Um, the the other side is because I've run using some third party materials. Some of those third party yeah. materials are actually available in Roll Twenty and not any beyond. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, Cobalt uh, Press, all of Cobalt Press's books end up in there, and uh, I don't have to manually enter them. So that's something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that's frustrating to me, though, is Goodman has been really slow about doing that for anything. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I, we just picked up um, their uh, Classics Remastered Temple of Elemental Evil. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, great, let's get this thing going. And I'm like, it's supports you can't even get it on pdf and i'm like screaming into the void <laughs> uh yeah uh the one that i've been uh, there are a couple of games i really wish had mm-hmm. uh official support in roll 20 or any of them honestly uh and that is um shadow run and uh any of the age games by green ronin no, oh yeah. None of them have any official support from anybody. Um, they've started to make noises that they're going to put age in roll twenty, and I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, no, and that's I, I guess that's the thing. Like roll twenty and fantasy grounds are certainly the most widely widely supported. So you know, yeah. For me, I just appreciate a PDF. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Right. I. I I'm I'm there with you. Uh, One of the things I liked about, I I do Starfinder and I like Pathfinder Mm -hmm. some. And if you buy the thing on Roll20 for a book uh, from Paizo, Mm -hmm. they give you the PDF uh, for free through their website if you link the accounts. That's that's really nice. They they certainly don't have that with um, with uh, wizards. Um, yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm already used to buying it twice because I've got you know I like to have the hard copy too. Sure. Um, ooh. So cool. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Um. 
Let's go back to taking notes real quick. Do you do you use any paper? Or is it all digital? Uh, these days, it's all digital. Mm-hmm. I I used to do some paper notes, but um, I do so much of my work in front of a computer. It right. just makes more sense to use the computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and now with some of the new tools that you can use to like voice transcription, even on my phone, I can just do text notes by, Hey, here's an idea and, and transcribe it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, and it's, I, I appreciate how much more accurate it's been getting year over year and OS version over OS version. Absolutely. Yeah, I no longer have to worry about, well, occasionally when I'm trying to tell Siri to do something, I have the voice activation all off on those. I have to push a button for it, so it's not yelling at me now. Um, I, I do have to go back and say, no, I, I did not mean to, you know, call Ursula Mormon. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise, it's Vernon Mormon, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, no, you know, I, I, I knew where you got that. I was just like... Yeah. <laughs> well, the the big one has been I yell at uh, Sergey the cat. I'm like, hey, Sergey, get over there! And then this is why I had to turn all the voice activation off because sure. Sergey and Siri are close enough that it was like, what can I help you with? And I'm like, no, 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 no! I'm yelling at the cat, not you. Um, <laughs> so with all this, do you have any like systems or habits that you use? Uh, regularly to kind of, other than just like, I have an idea, let's get it down now. Which is um, still a great habit, let me tell you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good ha- habit to get into. It depends, like, if I'm working on a written project, because I do that, you know, I've gotten some yeah. published stuff out there. Um, I am more apt to sit down and do an outline just so that I have an idea of what it is. And if I can't determine what the end of the thing is, I'm probably never going to do it. Right. Um, like if I, sometimes you'll get an idea and you'll, you'll like, all right, let's start with the idea. All right. How does that idea end? Mm -hmm. If you don't know, you probably will never finish it. So I I've gotten in the habit of outlining any written projects. Uh, beyond that, um, most of my sort of systems mm-hmm. are really just me adjusting to the fact that my brain is weird. So, okay, well, yeah, no, it, 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 uh, sometimes it it's like okay, um, I will set aside an hour to sit down and just rewrite ideas down on a piece of paper is what I used to do these days. I just type it into a computer so that I can have something that I can go back to later and be like, okay, is this worth developing into a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It, um, and, you know, I, I try and I do use my calendar for important things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have to be somewhere at certain things uh, I have to be up at a certain time, and I just set it to automatically tell me so that I won't forget it. That's the big one, is I want to make sure I don't forget something that Im- right. is time-dependent. But the rest of the time, it's just, all right, let's 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 try and do something. 
four. I'm I'm scribbling as fast as I can because I one of the reasons I don't take um, electronic notes for this sort of thing. Yeah. Is because no one wants to hear tap to tap to tap to tap to tap the entire time. Um, So, how do you figure out what to do on a given day? Is it just sort of driven by that? Here's what I feel like working on today, or is there like a routine you follow or something like that? Well, um, I follow certain routines when I'm when I'm working. Right, Mm -hmm. got the day job, so that that defines a range for me that I have Mm -hmm. to fit within. Um, so, uh, on days that I'm not working, I have rough intentions. I don't really have (laughs) plans. Um, unless it's something like I've got a goal to work towards, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm not doing NaNoWriMo this year, but, uh, I have done it in the past. So if, if, if I think, Hey, uh, you know, the NaNoWriMo, uh, the goal is to write so much by the end of the month, then every day I have, all right, I got to do something at some point today to get down at least 1,600 words or what have you. Or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is that will set some parameter on my days off uh, that I will try and meet, but I don't really have a set time mm-hmm. because – Sometimes I wake up and I'm in pain. Sometimes, uh, you know, something has come up and uh, I'm suffering from depression. Or Mm -hmm. So having a set line of I must do this almost feels like here's something else I can fail at. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Yeah. And, you know, so I try and just have vague intentions. (laughs) <laughs> and like by the end of the day do this i don't care when just some point during the day do this so that this begs an interesting question cuz you didn't even mention this on what it is you do what if you don't mind my asking what field is your day job in uh i work in it monitoring for a supervillain oh okay Great. Um, you may or may not use my the products that I build, but we can talk about that after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. So that 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 just describes a work day. It's like you get to work. If uh, you're doing monitoring, that means you're probably very um, interrupt-driven. Yeah. Which is, which is great if, you know, I find a lot of people in IT who have... Um, uh, the brain weasels interrupt driven is great for them because it doesn't give them time to get bored. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That, and it's like, um, it's attention to detail and just building up mm-hmm. institutional knowledge. Like, Oh, it's this server. Uh, that's this kind of server. So I need to call these people and it's this time of day. So they're not going to answer. So I'll call this guy instead. And, <laughs> Um, I, now, now you just said one of my, one of the words I always, I'm not gonna, I I always get like my hackles up about at this point in my career and that's institutional knowledge. Um, 
if it's not written down, then you're the single point of failure. <laughs> and that's yeah, always a problem no. in my book. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's hard to know sometimes when you're if you're monitoring a single system. Not to get too far into the weeds on my job. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't monitor just a single system. I monitor right. like twenty or thirty major systems and another 40 some odd minor systems. And um, they're all sort of put into different monitoring software and so on. Right. Right. And when they bring on new people, things happen. Um, Oh yeah, I know. I know where it's like, um, so for instance, somebody will find out something is going at at a location. And they will call the location manager, thinking, well, okay, the location manager is the person to call. It says this person is the manager of that location. And what they don't know is location manager in this context means they're the person that makes sure that air conditioning is working. (laughs) They are not the person that goes and checks the switches. Yeah, they're the the physical location, not the infrastructure the the IT infrastructure person, right, 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 right. right. and that's yeah. just something anyone who had been there for a while would know, mm-hmm. but right. it's it's hard to relay that or, to a new person. Or in in our case, like one of the things we're doing at my job is we're taking all of that sort of thing and mm-hmm. we're actually documenting it to say no 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 when you have a, we have two infrastructure groups. One is for the actual company IT infrastructure, and the other is for our cloud service infrastructure. And cloud right. service infrastructure can't reset your password. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, um, there, not a week goes by that I don't see in our Slack, hey, we're having this problem. Can you guys help out? Because your infrastructure, we're like, you got the wrong infrastructure. Right. Really, you, you see it like an alert? Stuff. Yeah. You'll see yeah. an alert for a SQL server, right? And mm-hmm. you you have to kind of know, well, if it's a data table sort of mentioned error, you're going to call the SQL support guy. If it's a right. CPU usage, you're probably going to call the the OS guy, right? And right. Yeah, and in our case, if you don't, ha- if you need new VMs spun up an Amazon to run the build system, that's not us, even though Amazon is the cloud in this case. Right. We're in charge of a completely different set of VMs. Yeah, 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 no, I get it, I get it. Um, Yeah, we're, we're actually working on codifying that so that it says if you see this kind of error, this is the group to talk to because they're the experts versus, you know, to to clarify that because as, again, we're not a super villain yet. Uh, I think we're trying really hard not to be, but still, as we as as companies grow, a lot of that has to sort of start getting, you know. Um, all right, that uh, enough on that. Uh, I'll get off my soapbox. No, no. <laughs> um, all right, that brings us to the fun questions. As sure. if the rest weren't already fun. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah um, so, what is the best advice you've been given, or you would give somebody else? Uh, I think the best advice I would give anyone is mm-hmm. 
figure out how you work and make uh, make use of that rather than try and figure out how other people work and try and become them because each person has their own um, strengths and weaknesses and trying to apply one size fits all solutions doesn't work. Um, uh, but, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, that's, I, I, yeah. that was a hard lesson to learn is, is, is cause you, you, you'll read like, like I like to write mm-hmm. and I will follow various writers and some of the things that they suggested weren't working for me. And it, yeah, because I'm not them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, one of our um, one of uh, my favorite pieces of advice to give people uh, when I'm talking about this sort of thing off the show or sometimes on the show is um, try different systems, keep what works, get rid of the rest, and it's not that you failed; it's that the system failed you. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of ways, uh, um, it was interesting to hear that echoed in uh, I talked to Sigurd Ellis a couple months ago Um, and I don't know if you know this but Sigurd's day job is an air traffic controller and yeah uh, but the whole air traffic control system is set up so that if something goes wrong and an individual like individuals there's so many overlapping that if an individual makes a mistake it's not because of the individual, it's because the system was set up to allow them to make that mistake. And so the system needs to be fixed. Right? right. Um, which I've been trying to take into my life as an IT person, as a person around the house. Okay, why did this happen? Why did it allow me to delete the thing that then caused an outage for you know, an entire region in uh, Google Cloud? Oh, okay. Let's look at that. <laughs> Indeed. Right? And and we've got a, a and having a culture, even if it's like a personal culture around that idea, that um, that it's not you, it's the system, and where can we fix the system is incredibly valuable. Which is essentially what you've done here. It's like you know, figure out your system and make it work for you instead of trying to fit yourself to a system that just doesn't. Yeah. 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 This is not to say you shouldn't listen to other people. You should. Oh. Yeah. Um, because they may have a system that works better for you, but knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are will help you define those pieces that work for you. Oh yeah. Like um David Allen David Allen's getting things done has the whole concept of a of an inbox. Everything goes into the inbox and then you sort and prioritize until that's empty. Um and then there's a whole thing around context and areas and blah, 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 blah. And I threw all of that out because just the triage phase works really well for me. But I fall into the classification rabbit hole and never get anything done because I'm too busy trying to figure out, well, what project does this belong to? What area does this belong to? How long is it going to take? Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, any other bits of advice? You want to throw in there? Uh, allow yourself to feel bad. Yeah. Um, 
we tr- have a tendency to punish ourselves and other people for admitting that they feel bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, then that's not okay or healthy. Right. Yeah. Um, I I can't add anything to that. That's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Thinking of feeling bad. Are you ready for the last two questions, starting with the sad but often easy-to-answer question? Sure. How do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal? Uh, well, I uh, kick myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, overeat, uh, drink too much. Uh, Excessive amounts of no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me go scratch that back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, tr- truth be told, I do tend to uh, be a bit hard on myself in those cases. I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't, but it's awfully hard to manifest that. Uh, but then I move on to something else. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's that's. All I can do is I can go, all right, that sucked. Let's move on. Let's do something. But it usually yeah. takes me a little time. I allow myself some time to feel bad about it and then move on. Yeah. Right. The happy but sometimes difficult to answer question, which is why up until we added the charity question, it was the last question. We like to end on happy. Sure. sure. Right. Sure. Um, do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how? Ah, uh, not much. <laughs> um, one of the problems of feeling uh, imposter syndrome, among other things, oh yeah, 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 uh, is uh, is that you don't allow yourself to feel like you are actually winning, right? You know, the, right. somebody says, I love that thing you did. There's a, there's a nagging part in the back of your head that says, are you just saying that to be nice? Uh, or maybe, you know, maybe you're just, you're saying that because you just don't want to hurt my feelings rather than you're, you're right. trying to be friendly. Um, and that applies to yourself. Um, what I will do is if I hit certain levels of success, like if I get out an adventure published on DMs Guild or something, I may go buy myself a dinner, you know, something small, but to celebrate. And then I start on the next thing. I will say that it's been interesting over the course of the last years when I'm talking to people about this, that overall, in the last year or so, there's been much more of an upward trend in people actually celebrating their successes, even if it's just a little thing like, Given the state of the world, he says, waving his hands around. Sure. Um, 
you know, even if it's just like, I'm going to order takeout. Like, I'm going to order the takeout I want. Or, uh, you know, I'm going to call that friend I haven't called in a while and say, look at this thing I did. Um, but it's not uncommon for people, especially in the creative fields, to have that whole imposter syndrome problem of, there's no way this is actually a success. Yeah. You know, you know including as I look across the kitchen at Miss, I, they're going to hate it and I'll never publish another book as long as I live and I will have to be a medical test subject over there in the kitchen who just gave me the finger because she knows I'm right. <laughs> there, there is one thing I have added recently mm-hmm. that, that actually is nice, I guess. If I do a success, like I turn in a manuscript or something mm-hmm. like that, or uh, I have like a really popular video that somebody liked a lot or something, yeah, anything yeah. like that, I will, because of the nature of TikTok and it being so immediate, mm-hmm. I'll just yeah. make a quick vid. Hey, uh, you know, I'm just going to say this because I always point out the things that are giving me crap. I'm mm-hmm. going to point out a success and I got this done today. And that yeah. feels good. And that that right there, that's just a little tiny celebration that uh, with that quick hit. And yeah, yeah no, that's great. Um, that may be the one reason I should get a TikTok, other than people apparently like TikToks of chickens. So, well, I mean, <sighs> so I got into TikTok tail end of 2019 mm-hmm. uh, because I saw some people make make and share some D and D related TikToks, And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh yeah. And I got on there and I kept hearing the same stories over and over again that bothered me, which were somebody who is in say our age bracket or or older. Yeah. 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 Telling these new people who were brought in by critical role and the success of things like that. Yeah. That they don't belong. Fuck those guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, when I started hearing those, I just like I'm. Go- I decided I was going to make some vids, mm-hmm. basically being the the opposite of that. That like, yeah. look, I am, I am one of the elders of this hobby. Let me tell you, you belong. We're happy yeah. to have you here. Oh yeah, um, I, I almost would do i i often consider uh, i want to say my own group sort of a success story in that sort of thing um we have you know a couple furries um all but two in the group are women um we're all sort of a little neurodivergent our own way right um it's uh uh, and of course, Tango is an exceptionally queer furry. So, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's like, no, this hobby's for everybody, not just yeah, not just and I, I felt like it was something I could do. You know, mm-hmm. I not to toot my own horn, but I do have a a resonant voice. I I have been doing podcasting since the mid aughts. Yeah. So I'm used to sort of talking for no apparent reason. Um, <laughs> and uh, I had a lot of stories to share. Also, I'm an 
I'm an elder bisexual. And yeah. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of things where I thought I could provide substance for people who needed to hear, Hey, you're welcome. Hey, we like you. Um, yeah. and it, this hobby is supposed to be for everyone, not just old white dudes, you know, who, uh, yeah. remember when they were picked on in high school and that's it. And, uh, honestly, even in high school when like the games, really, there were, there really was only the game, which was the first edition of D&D, Advanced D&D, right? I mean, Battletech was out, and I think there was, like, a lot of that was really starting to explode. You had the, the I, I remember during my high school years, like, the Robotech game came out, the Star Wars game came out, I think Heroes, the first sort of superhero game started coming out, all of that. Um, but, like, everyone in my group of friends played, and it was not just nerdy white guys. Um, I admit it was nerdy girls, too, but, you know, there wasn't, you know, it was like, it was a hobby we could all enjoy together, and it wasn't, yeah, no. I, um, uh, I, I'm always happy to share that uh, my first D&D set, my mom bought me because right. she was tired of me getting into hers. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like. Um, 40 years ago uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> she played with her college buddies and she kept showing up with this box you know yeah. the the basic box and i was like what is this and mm -hmm. you know nine-year-old me was like oh this is neat and mom yeah. got tired of me getting into hers so she bought me my own <laughs> oh yeah yeah no no well i mean my parents weren't into it i had a friend who introduced it to me with the basic box yeah. Um, someone who I went to karate class with, of all things, in nice. about, yeah, 79 or 80. And, uh, yeah, and then it was off to the races at that point. So. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about charities? Sure, sure. All right. Um, we, 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 we have enough, and we figure listeners should give instead of to us to other people who need it more than we do. So who would you like our, our listeners to support this time around? So I'm actually going to tout one that I'm doing a charity stream on November 7th mm -hmm. um, for. It's a group called Color of Change. Uh, it's the nation's largest online racial justice organization. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got 7 million members. They move uh, decision makers and corporations and governments to be less hostile to black people. It's really... Uh, 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 people of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, no, I am down with this. Um, yeah. And I think that's really important, so... Yeah, cool. they, they support things like uh, holding prosecutors uh, accountable, uh, ending money bail uh, oh god yeah uh ending uh for-profit prisons uh implementing fair sentencing uh you mm -hmm. know things like that so 
uh, and for-profit prisons are one of my very much that shit needs to go items. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have people who own prisons paying politicians campaign funds to uh, run on being hard on crime so that it can fill those prisons. Right. So they can make more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's, 25% 25% of the world's population, uh, the world's prison population is in the United States. We do not have 25% of the world's population. This is a problem. Yeah, no. Um, and the, the states that have, the few states, I will admit it's only a few that have started to enact jail terms or um, additional fines for being unable to pay your fine, mm-hmm. which is essentially recreating debtors' prisons, which are illegal. Like I, I'm sure that's on their list of things to get rid of sure. as well. Yeah, and and I mean, from their standpoint, all of these, like in broad, these are all mm-hmm. things that we should be worried about. Everybody should be aware of. But right. the black community, people of color are experiencing the worst end of it. Oh, they yeah. got rid of yeah. uh, slavery, except not really. Except not really. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, we have enforced labor making products in this country at, mm-hmm. from these for-profit uh, prisons. And most of the time it's a person of color. Like, yeah. It, it hurts everybody who goes there, mm-hmm. but more often the, the, the communities of color are the ones that get hit by it the most. Mm-hmm. And that's not okay. That's not okay. Absolutely not. That's everything. Excellent. Yeah. Um, where can we find your stream archives online? Where can we find you online? If you well, want to I have share, a... you don't have to share. I, I have a website, uh, jeremiahmccoy.com, where I share most of my writing. Um, and uh, on TikTok, I'm Basics of the Game. Okay. And if you search on YouTube for that, you'll find a bunch of my videos as well. Um, I had fallen out of the habit of doing podcasts, uh, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I regularly reappear on the Tome Show uh, as a, a guest from time to time, um, talking about new products, uh, talking about the history of like different monsters in D and D stuff like that. Oh yeah, 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 fun stuff. But yeah, mainly these days people know me for my TikToks. So mm-hmm. check me out on TikTok. I'm usually posting a a video or two or five a day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just quick. You can just knock them out and get it out there and people can just like roll through it. When they yeah. yeah. Like it, my standard process is idea hits. All right. Make sure the hair is okay. All right. Uh, do I have lighting? Okay. I'll record. Okay. That one didn't work. All right. Uh, that's a little bit better. All right. Yeah. Okay. That one will work, and it'll be done in fifteen minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll it'll just be up, and I'm I'm good. I've got the idea out of my head, and I can move on to something else. 
Yeah, I'm still working out where people find the time to do these, like, elaborate things that obviously take a couple hours to set up for, like, a 30-second video. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, really? There, yeah. There are people who have impressive setups. I've seen oh, some yeah, of them, yeah. and they're just... More power to you guys. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I can't... I can't keep up, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, and there, there are lots of people in D and D TikTok and tabletop mm-hmm. TikTok. So if you, if that's your thing, there are a lot of people there and they're a very welcoming bunch. Yeah. We get our trolls yeah. in the comments, but the people who are actually making content mm-hmm. are all super welcoming, very friendly. They would like to see new faces. They like to see new voices. Yeah. Awesome. And honestly, if I ever feel like I, I myself, am doing something and I'm getting trolled in the comments, I'll just point Ursula at them because that's what she does for fun. (laughs) (laughs) She's, she's okay. uh, Folks for, for reference, we were recording this on Halloween. We saw Dune on the 27th. So it's been four days. She is still, in the threads, like giving the Dune Bros shit over them coming in being mad at her because she said Dune was a very serious movie with only one joke. Now, this is not a lie. And she didn't say she didn't like it, but they took this to mean she didn't like it and she needs chuckle a minute. Marvel movies, and uh, so yeah, we're at uh, we're at about four days now, and she is still having a blast troll baiting them. Yeah, <laughs> and I I know that a lot of people on TikTok actually mm-hmm. will use uh, comments from trolls to make some of their more popular videos because oh, yeah. everybody likes to tune in to watch somebody get roasted by somebody who knows how. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I found out um, apparently earlier someone asked Ursula about potatoes, and that's always a mistake. So I don't know how many tweets in on, on potatoes and the history of potatoes. And the potatoes, we have now apparently bred a new variety of potato that is exclusive to, to us. There's a long story around that. Sure. Um, but, uh, uh, and I'm sure that's showing up there. And I just, at this point, I feel sorry for the dude. Like, you did not know what you were in for. And I'm really sorry. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, usually when I have one of those, the video starts with, Hi. I thought you, you <laughs> thought you were doing something smart there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, thank you so much. Sure. It's been a blast. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you ever come up with something new, you want to come back uh, anytime, just ping me. I appreciate it. Thank you. This was a blast. Yeah, always. I I, I love it. So, and, uh, and for the people at home, we'll be right back after this.
I really am so grateful to Jeremiah for spending some time with us and talking about how uh, he stays productive. And it was a great talk. And, uh, you know, I thank you so much. Um, like I said, come back. We'll, we'll uh, maybe we should do a catch up another year or two. So we'll see how that works out. All right. Are you ready for the word of the week? Lay it on me. Badge code of the week is as, um, well, as Jeremiah said, elder bisexual, all one word. Um, so uh, what, what can people do with the word? Well, they can go to productivityalchemy.com and enter the, and find the badge codes. And there will be stuff on the website about what badge codes are, how you use them, why you want them, why they're neat, etc. Yes. Yes. What else is on the website? Uh, honestly, a lot of stuff, but uh, the one we're thinking of in this case is a little link that says support us. And as we always say at this juncture, don't. I mean, yes, there's links there to Ursula's Patreon and my Kofi and, you know, a couple other things, but don't. We're good. We're good. Um, it's, it's all good. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, and so uh, as... Jeremiah requested, uh, you should instead go out and support Color of Change, the nation's largest racial justice organization. And uh, I'll put the link in the show notes, but, uh, you know, they hold prosecutors accountable. They're trying to end for-profit prisons. They're trying to end cash bail. Cash bail is terrible. For-profit prisons are, frankly, an abomination, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so these folks are doing so much work and, uh, you know, fully support what they're doing and you should too. Yep. Um, so give them your money instead of us. Yes, we, uh, we're good. We'll tell you if we need money. Right. We don't. Give it to them. So uh, that's it for this week. Yep. Um, I think, will be... Uh, yeah. Think fondly of Kevin. Spare a thought for him as he is yelling at drunks. That, I, uh, I hope I don't have to yell at so many drunks this year. I hope, I hope, with all of my heart, that I am not going to have to deal with um, problematic pandemic people, if you know what I mean. Indeed. Um, but I also have volunteered to um, be available to help escort people off the premises 24 hours a day for the entire thing if they happen to show up and get belligerent about not needing to be vaccinated or not needing to be masked or any of that stuff yes. oh please please i it will bring it will bring me joy when we tell them that they no longer bring magfest or the gaylord national harbor joy yes so um so y'all while i'm off being crazy and tired and probably loving it um, y'all do your best to, um, stay productive. And I will stay up way too late and look squirrely and watch David Attenborough documentaries. I know. I know.